Hey everyone, welcome to My Story Podcast. Thanks for listening. I hope today's show makes you smile and points you to Jesus. He is so good. Partway through today's episode, I share three things I'm loving right now. I'll put links in the show notes for things we talk about today. Also, stay tuned to the end where I share verse of the day that's really been encouraging me. Today I'm here with Brenda McKenzie, and I was wondering if you could introduce yourself. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure what all you're wanting to this, but um, I'm married to Bob, and uh, we've been married for 43 years now. We have um, four adult children, um, two boys and two girls, who for the most part live here on the um, Alberta Corridor, and then we have one son that's out in Vancouver. Mm-hmm. Um, Two of them are married, one's engaged, and we're also having very good news that, I don't know if I told you this or not, or if you found out from your mom, yeah. but, but we're expecting um, grandbabies in wow. our family, which we're very excited about. Two, yeah. two grandbabies, yeah. right? So both of my daughters are pregnant. Um, one is due in um, uh, September, and wow. the other one's due in December. Aww. So yeah, so we're very much looking forward wow. to that. Wow, yeah. that's yeah. awesome. That's really cool. Uh, yeah, could you tell me how you came to know Christ? Mm-hmm. Um, the beginning of my story is kind of sad. Um, the uh, When I was um, 14, my parents started having quite a bit of difficulty in their marriage. Mm-hmm. By the time I was 16, really the marriage started to fall apart. Mm-hmm. And that same uh, just springish summer, uh, we had a major house fire mm. and uh, to the point that we couldn't live in our house anymore. Wow. Um, we did have um, kind of what they called a carriage house. It was a, mm. a old home, heritage home. Um, we had a carriage house next door that my dad had done some uh, work to, but only part of the family could live there. It wasn't enough that everybody could live in. And mm. I think mom and dad just saw it as, it was done, you know, and so my dad was an airplane pilot and he moved at that point to Montreal, mm. but it didn't mean that our family kind of fell apart at that mm. point. Um, uh, I stayed in um, White Rock where we were living and uh, went to high school, my last year of high school there. Mm. My sister moved to Edmonton with an aunt and my next brother moved to Grand Prairie with an aunt. And then the youngest three stayed um, with my mom in White Rock and and after I was finished that year then I moved away as well like I moved to um, Calgary to go to Alberta Bible College okay Um, but in between um, that last year um, there was a lot of tension between my mom and I and I knew I couldn't Mm. stay in the Mm -hmm. same home with her so we um, I ended up asking some friends of ours who um, we only Every year we would go on this boat trip with them mm. up, you know, the coastline. Mm. And um, and so it would be a day trip once a year. Yeah. And maybe that happened, I don't know, I don't remember for sure, but maybe four or five times. Yeah. Um, and uh, for whatever reason, like they lived in White Rock. And so I thought, well, I'm going to ask them. And I just had the sense that mm. they would let me stay with them. Wow. They were... Um, a couple that would have been more like um, my grandparents' age, mm. and they um, had had no children. Mm. Um, and uh, so, anyways, I asked them, and they were <laughs> surprisingly. It was they said yes wow. right away. Yeah. And I spent that that um, grade twelve year with them. Yeah. 
uh, what I didn't know is they were they were both believers, hmm. and um, and so um, Mardell, um, uh, who I also didn't know, had been a missionary in Haiti, oh. um, started sharing with me about Jesus. Hmm. And when she first started sharing with me, I remember telling her that. Um, this kind of sounded like science fiction, mm. and especially some of the things, and right. sounded kind of weird. Yeah. And um, but she said, "Well, you know what? Why don't you just, um, you know, read the Bible?" Mm. And um, and she said, "Why don't you start, you know, just in the New Testament?" And at that point, it was the Living or Good News, um, you know, translation or not mm. translation, but paraphrase. And yeah. um, um, and so I started reading. Yeah. And um, I couldn't get enough of wow. reading. I just uh, kept reading every night before I went to bed and wow. read and read. And long story short, um, fell in love with Jesus. Wow. And um, and so by the next fall, um, I um, actually was baptized mm -hmm. and, uh, and then wanted to know more about Jesus. So that mm -hmm. was my reason for going to Bible college. Wow. Um, I really hadn't had any experience of um we had gone a little bit to church as a family but um our experience was more god was the big god mm -hmm. you know like the, mm -hmm. the big authority and right. distant and powerful and right. but not an intimate god right and so i think when i spent time with mardell and um in that year i began to know god as mm. intimate and mm. and very interested in me and loved me personally right. and knew me right. and um, and that was just a whole different flavor than what I had grown up with right. and um, and that God was very attractive. Wow. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. So wow. that was my story. Wow. Yeah. That's so cool. How that couple took you in mm -hmm. and just encouraged you just to start reading the Bible mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. I've heard stories like that where people just start reading the Bible and that's how they fall mm -hmm. in love with Jesus and come to know Jesus and it's really interesting how you had kind of one view of God that mm -hmm. he was so big and so powerful which is true but like you were missing that other yeah. part that he loves us and he's so near to us mm -hmm. and do you remember like anything specific that you read that really spoke to you or just it was just the whole thing i think it was a whole thing um there were you know passages like one of my favorites was that you know that he would never leave me or forsake mm. me um that he would be with me till the end mm -hmm. um those were two i just clung to mm -hmm. and um uh, but yeah, no, I think it was just an ongoing, like the more I read, the more I wanted yeah. know, of Jesus. Yeah. And, um, yeah. Yeah. I don't yeah. remember anything yeah. else. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that probably impacts like, that's like how you met Jesus has probably impacted your life and your ministry mm -hmm. now. Do mm -hmm. you see kind of connections of like, that time in your life to like the person you are now i think one of the things i carried with me was and i hope i still stay sensitive to this mm -hmm. um is not to um, assume everybody knows or has bible knowledge when mm. you spend time with them even you know people that are new christians right. or, or christians yeah um 
and instead to save people the embarrassment and say, you know, like if you are all studying, let's all turn to page such and such. Right. You know? um, instead of assuming that everybody knows where Job is, or right. everybody knows where First Peter yeah. is, you know, um, and, and so looking for ways to catch people up or have it not be intimidating hmm. um, so they don't feel socially kind of awkward right um so i think that's that's one of the things right. um i think another thing that happened at the beginning of our ministry like bob and i um i met him at bible college we were married and then went into pastoral ministry mm -hmm. together um we saw a lot of people come to know jesus um worked with a lot of people that had never had any experience mm -hmm. with him um, but we also saw, unfortunately, people that also, they came the front door, but went out the back door. Mm -hmm. So life and its struggles um, had such um, a grip on them that I think that really strongly impacted me that um, I didn't want to see anybody else lost. Mm -hmm. And and so I think uh, that really affected me in terms of... Um, wanting to disciple people hmm. and, and more specifically women. Yeah. That I started investing, not because I knew so much, but I just thought we can't lose anymore. Hmm. You know, we need to invest in these people yeah. and help strengthen them. Yeah. So I did start doing that. So I think that might answer that question. Yeah. 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 And I guess kind of the pain that you had gone through like with your parents and your family mm -hmm. and the fire and everything like that probably gave you such a heart for people in pain and you could yeah. kind of relate to them. In yeah, that way. I think pain understands pain. Mm -hmm. um, you may not understand the intricacies of somebody else's pain, right, but you specific. know what it's like yeah. to be wounded or to yeah. hurt. Yeah. And, and so I think um, unless you've denied it all, mm. um, but if you felt it, um, then I think you understand a little bit uh, and or perhaps have an empathy right. um, towards others to come alongside. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. To perhaps show compassion because of that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, I kind of want to go back to what you said about how you thought it was like science fiction. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, what changed as you were reading? Because I kind of, I understand kind of what you mean a little bit. Like sometimes it just seems too. I know. Like, strange and like I'm not seeing that in my today, life. You I know, know. Like, there's no yeah. Jonah today that's right. in the whale that's right. vomiting up on the beach and still carries on a right. normal life. Like, yeah. yeah, when does that happen? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. what yeah. changed that? I think it keeps on coming back to um, Jesus. It keeps on coming back to that He. I have no question that He loves me, huh. um, and uh, and that He's here and He's huh. real. Huh. Um, and so. It's kind of like, yeah, this some of this stuff seems pretty wild, right? Um, but uh, and and some of it seems very sad, yeah, you know, that we experience. But it keeps on coming back to, I have no question. So, what gives you that certainty that, like, I have no question? I think just, um, yeah, in prayer with him, yeah, um, days with him, seeing answers to prayer, mm. um, yeah, his his intimate um, involvement yeah. in our lives, yeah, 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 and that only comes with reading the word and with prayer and just like getting to know him. And, and I think spending time with other believers, mm. like other believers will encourage you yeah. in, in that. Yeah. Um, yeah. But 
Yeah, I just I keep on seeing evidence of him yeah. and um, evidence of his love. Yeah. You know? So it's like that part is irrefutable to me. Mm. Um, and uh, I mean, yes, someone could still say it's coincidental yeah, or, or right. um, subjective. Right. And yeah, it is. You know, um, but it's true enough that it's it's my anchor point. Right. Are there days where you have to just like? Okay, I don't feel it. Mm -hmm. Like I'm just going to stand on the truth. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. And that's where I think um, scripture really comes in handy to and to pray scripture. I, right. I try praying scripture. Right. Um, you know, um, you know, instead of you know not being anxious to you know give thanks to pray yeah. um, to ask God to guard our hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Mm. Um, you know, to be able to think on that which is true yeah. and right and good right. Um, and lovely right. um, versus spiraling, you know, looking at our anxious thoughts yeah. or what's going on here and now. Yeah. 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 That's so encouraging because it's just to see how God has been faithful to you and like shown himself to you mm -hmm. and and led you and um because for people who aren't in that place or who are a little further behind or whatever mm -hmm. like okay like even though i'm struggling right now or even though i don't feel him right now like i can still seek him and i can mm -hmm. still um pursue him and and trust that he's with me and he will show himself yes. to me and yeah and it's okay to doubt and have questions sometimes you know yeah i think i don't know that it's um completely uh like that you know we we just get better and better and better mm. i think instead it's kind of almost maybe not roller coaster but yeah. life has its times like you know like when they um talk about dark nights of the soul the many mm. um people that knew jesus were close to jesus but also experienced times where it was like, where are you? Yeah. You know, I don't yeah. feel you right now. Yeah. And and so I think that um, we all can go through times of, I call them desert times. Yeah. Um, where we wonder, like, I feel like my prayers are just bouncing back yeah. to me off the ceiling. Yeah. You know? I, I don't feel like you're there. Yeah. Um, times where we don't really see evidence of him, where it feels dark. Yeah. Um, that those can happen, I think, in our lives, mm -hmm. um, but also, you know, um, to hold out, mm. um, he's worth hanging on to. It's like a, in a marriage, right? Um, in a marriage, um, you know, yes, there's times of great passion and right. there's great, you know, where you just love this person. There's times where you don't really like them too much, you yeah, know. And, yeah. uh, but there's that place of persevering, yeah. And um, that if you persevere, yeah. On the other side, not yeah. not in all cases, but yeah. on the other side, it can actually get better. Yeah, you know, yeah. Um, and you can actually have another time again, yeah. feeling closely connected and even deeper. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. That's really. I was actually thinking about that connection recently because just how like in marriage you have to choose to love them and you yeah. have to choose because sometimes you don't feel it and yeah. so God, you don't <laughs> feel it all the time, but like you choose to. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Thank you. The first thing I'm loving right now is a podcast called The Bible Recap. It's put out by Tara Lee Cobble. And basically what she does is she goes through the Bible chronologically. And every episode, she covers a couple chapters and she'll give an overview of the story and give some helpful teaching and say where she sees God in the scripture. And the episodes are only like five or 10 minutes long. So they're easy to listen to and it's a good motivator for Bible reading. The second thing I'm loving is just getting outside. 
I'm doing flyer delivery right now and I love just walking and listening to podcasts and getting that sunshine and I love to explore the cute neighborhoods. And the last thing I'm loving is Costco. I'm going there this afternoon. Can't wait. Uh, Could you talk about what life in ministry looked like now? You Mm -hmm. touched on how you were a pastor's wife Mm -hmm. and you have children. Mm -hmm. So, well, um, now um, I work, uh, what I get paid for is um, working as what they call a proprietor. Okay. Um, It's, uh, you work as, it's kind of like being a landlady, but more. Mm. Um, uh, I work through Catholic Social Services. Mm. Uh, I work with people that um, have disabilities. Mm -hmm. Uh, They live in my home and um, Mm. we um, help them with activities of daily living. Hmm. Um, each individual is going to be different as hmm. to what you focus on. Um, so, um, and, and what their strengths and weaknesses will depend on that. So you might help them with their finances. Um, you help them with doing their laundry, wow. um, cleaning their room. And they live with you. Yeah. Wow. The fellows that I have living with me um, are all able to go to a job every day. So okay. they're quite independent. Yeah. Um, and, uh, but they, um, you know, depending on, on what their abilities are, may need help with like scheduling or like I say, finances. Um, we do cooking with them, mm. you know, to, the, the idea is to help the individual to um, be as independent as they can be. Right. So for some people, they will always need to live in this kind of a, a situation. Yeah. Some people, with training, yeah. will be able to be independent. Okay, they, they can, cool. with minimal supports, can be on their own. Yeah, um, but they might need some help at the beginning. Yeah, you know, so that they, um, you know, can learn how to do their own washing, can learn how to grocery shop, can learn how to, you know, cook meals. So, so we do all those kinds of things. But having said that, some folks hmm. will always be with you. You know, right? Um, because ah. uh, they just always will. Um, have you know their, their uh, weaknesses are such that they will need somebody else you wow. know, around. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, I didn't know that. I yeah. didn't know you had someone living with you. Yeah, and for yeah. that. Okay, yeah. so cool. I do wow. that, and then um, I'm also involved with um, uh, volunteering a lot. Mm. That's my other hat. Yeah. Um, so I volunteer. Um, I have been for quite a few years now singing at the mustard seed right. um, when the people yeah. were having their suppers yeah. and doing that every second Monday. So that's a soup kitchen. Right. That's yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. right. Sorry. Yeah. And, um, and then also um, our church has um, what we call it's a big handle, the community service committee. Mm-hmm. I think we should come up with something better. Okay. Anyway, we never have. Yeah. Um, we, um, look for opportunities to um, uh, give back uh, into our community without um, looking for return. Mm. So um, to give in the name of Jesus. And so we've chosen the mustard seed. And so we do serve there. Um, Right now it's been working out that it's just, we have one team and the team works once a month. Okay. Um, and we've done that for a few years now and where we helped. come in and prep meals right. and then yeah. serve the meals and yeah. then wash dishes. Yeah. Um, we've also, um, each year our church has been getting together um, Christmas gift bags. So mm. we gather a um, hundred bags and then deliver those to the mustard seed. Yeah. Um, 
another one is just we um, have been uh, doing as part of the Green Deer campaign, which happens every spring, and it's just an encouragement for everybody, um, groups and otherwise, to uh, now winter's over, there's a lot of debris that's out there. Yeah. Let's make our city nice. Mm -hmm. And so um, we usually pick up garbage. Yeah. Um, uh, along, um, you know, uh, Highway 11 there mm. uh, between about 30th Avenue and Reikley Street. So we go on either side and okay. pick up garbage. Yeah. Um, again, just to be part of, yeah. you know, making a difference yeah. in Red Deer for Good. Yeah. Um, so those are some of the things we've done with that and, uh, and involvement in mustard seed. And then yeah. I'm also, um, I have a heart for women. Mm. And so I have a lot of women that I meet mm -hmm. with. Um, some are for Bible study, some are just for prayer, yeah. um, some are just for encouragement. Yeah. Um, and uh, and then uh, I'm part of a group that we um, try to organize a women's retreat for the women in our church, which is right now about 40 individuals okay. that would come out and yes. do that yearly. Wow. And uh, so those are some of the, the ministry related yeah. areas. And, wow. uh, and then just try to be open you know, to what God, God would have, like, yeah. you know? Um, yeah. Yeah. Wow. You're a busy lady. It's it, awesome. It it's, can be very busy. Yeah. Lots yeah. of good things. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. Huh. Cool. Uh, and then could you tell me what your advice would be for your 20 year old self if you were talking to her or someone in that age bracket now? I was very career oriented, which is interesting now on this side, having yeah. had four children. Um, yeah. But uh, I was very much about um, uh, seeing myself and my self-worth as being in what I could do mm -hmm. and in my career and doing the best I could possibly do at that. Um, some of those things weren't bad goals at all, um, but I think some of them lacked, uh, in my case, uh, an eternal perspective. Hmm. And I think now um, I would challenge myself and I keep on challenging myself now mm -hmm. is, um, you know, to be involved in what's eternal. So invest mm -hmm. in what's eternal. Mm -hmm. And when I, I, I take it from the scripture, you know, um, faith, hope, and love are the things that are going to last. Right. And the greatest of these is love. Yeah. So what are we doing that builds relationship? What are mm -hmm. we doing that's loving? Mm -hmm. Um, in, in trying to ask that question. So yeah. what 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 does love look like now? Yeah, yeah. And I think that keeps on changing. Like it changes now with COVID. We can't we haven't been able to go into the mustard seed. I yeah. can't sing anymore there. Yeah. Um but what does love look like now? Yeah. You know? And uh and looking for the opportunities that God gives us. Yeah. And, and then acting out love. Yeah. yeah. And sometimes those things are so small and they seem they so like oh, that's so insignificant or that's so not flashy or whatever exactly. but that's the most that could be the most important thing just exactly. loving your sister loving your husband or loving your and some neighbor i think those like those in our home um are actually some of the trickiest to keep yeah. on doing that right yeah. you know um is to keep on loving them yeah well. yeah um yeah yeah hmm. thank you all right, so I have some rapid fire mm -hmm. questions. Mm -hmm. um, if you could spend a day anywhere doing anything with anyone and money wasn't a hindrance, what would you do? Well, I, I took this 
I, one I most want to spend time with is Jesus. Mm -hmm. Just yeah. to have him to myself and yeah. uh, to ask him lots of questions. Yeah. Um, to just be with him. Yeah. yeah. That, that's mostly what I would mm -hmm. want to do. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Uh, if you could have coffee with three people, alive or dead, who would you meet? Um, I just had one person, and it's my grandfather. I never mm -hmm. got a chance to meet him. Um, I guess he met me, but I don't remember. You know, I think right. I, I was about one okay. um, when he yeah. died. Yeah. And um, he was just, um, uh, I believe he was a man that did know the Lord, and mm -hmm. he... Um, acted that out in his life so he was quite involved in um, practical ministries like mm -hmm. he had a vehicle so he um, took some of the people in his church who didn't have vehicles to go grocery shopping mm -hmm. um, he was a mechanic um, and had a garage owned his mm -hmm. own garage but apparently when he died people said is that you know uh, people old owed him probably millions you know um wow. because some of it he just yeah. made the work out of the goodness of his heart wow um i met a lady when i was uh working at foothills hospital um and she didn't know that i knew my granddad and she right. started talking about this man and huh. you know at cook's garage wow. and my ears perked up you know because our last name is cooking wow. and so um she started saying yeah this guy was just unbelievable like wow. when we were teenagers he was always willing to help us out we you know it was a place that people liked to hang out because he was just so kind to everybody mm. and she didn't know that it was my wow. grandfather wow. and so i thought wow like that's, that's just incredible. another indication of yeah. the kind of man that he was yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. so i just like to talk to him yeah, yeah. wow yeah that's great uh what are you reading right now well, I haven't been doing as much reading, but I have two books that are on the go. Okay. Uh, I, one is called Spiritual Friends uh, by Robert Kellerman. Um, it's about um, spiritual direction um, and how to do that more in almost a, a formalized way, I want to say, in that um, he does uh, introduce you to uh, paperwork that you would use mm. with a person to okay. kind of ask what they would like, kind of some of their history, yeah. not unlike the paperwork that you might uh, be exposed to if you were to pursue counseling. And mm. um, anyways, um, he, uh, I'm just about halfway through his book. Um, yeah. And um, uh, the other one is uh, uh, called Journal of a Mountain Man. Okay. And um, this is about um, James Kleiman who in 1820s was going across the United States hmm. and his skills at being a mountain man yeah. um, were such that he would go with parties that were moving um, across um, the West, yeah. you know, to get to sometimes Oregon or California. And, um, and so, yeah, it's just about, huh. He wrote a diary the whole way through, wow. um, and uh, and he's not a good speller or anything, and everything oh. was kept intact, you know, uh, okay. about how right. he wrote it. Right. But I guess he was quite something wow. that he could read, and that he did keep this journal yeah. um, through all of these trips. And some days he would just say, really hot today, yeah. or, you know, like the mosquitoes are terrible or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but other days he would go into a little bit more detail. And, huh. and it's just interesting to hear um 
what it was like from that perspective at that time, right? You know, like uh, what it was like, you know, for a white person uh, traveling across the states and interacting with indigenous people, hmm. and uh, and what the interaction was with different white people and how right. they were with each other in yeah. different places of the United States. Yeah, and, uh, right. Very, very interesting. Right. You know, as well as just living off the land. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. I love like books or movies that you can kind of get a glimpse of um, just like what the culture was yeah. like or what the time period was like. Yeah, me too. Sometimes that's like the best part of a movie is like I'm watching I'm like, whoa, their house is so cool. Or yeah. they're like, their dishes are so neat. Yeah, or like, yeah, I don't yeah. know, just the random little things. I love historical fiction. Yeah. Like that, you yeah. know, where um, they'll put in, you know, the make-believe characters. Right. Um, but it's set in a time. Right. And then they've researched that time. Yeah. And so you're learning about history. Yeah. But you're doing it through these, you know, um, right. characters. That yeah. Are like the make-believe character. Yeah. Um, but that are true to that time. Right. You know? Yeah. Um, I think that's really quite yeah. interesting. Yeah. Do you have, like, a favorite time period that you like to read about or mm, learn about? I, I can't. No, I don't think so. Yeah. Um, I think... Yeah, I think all of them are, are interesting. Yeah. Um, probably, you know, um, 17, 1800s were some of the ones that I was interested in. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. 1500 too. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Great. Uh, what is your go-to beverage and snack? <laughs> um, it, I just had it. Um, almonds and fig newtons. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, sometimes a Laura bar. You oh, know, uh, I like those. Yeah. And tea. Lots of tea. Okay. Yeah, what kind of tea is your um, favorite? Boss, green tea. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Mostly herbal teas. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah. Oh, good. And if you could have a soundtrack to your life, what song would you choose? <laughs> well, it's interesting. I thought about that. I love music, but I was having troubles with this. But yeah. I think one of the ones, and this is going to sound strange, but one of the ones I quite like mm. is... Um, the Rocky theme music is when he would be climbing up the stairs and, and you know, um, uh, and doing his running and everything. Okay. I think what I liked about it is it's motivational. Like, I mean, I don't know if there's ever been words to that okay. tune. Okay. Um, but it's very, like, it makes you want to, yeah, pump your arms and oh. keep going. And, you know, like, it's, it's, it's very inspirational and yeah. motivational. Like, yes. it just kind of... Like your whole body wants to take up and you know, oh, take notice and keep going. Yeah. And, and I think that there's always periods in our life where you know you feel like you're just slugging along. Yeah. And um and but hearing sometimes just music like that yeah. is like it perks you up. Yeah. Like, okay, I, I think I could do another mile. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean you do lots of walking yeah, and yeah. do you run? No, bike, you no, bike. I bike and walk. walk. Yeah, yeah, very active. So, yeah. so I think, yeah, some, there's some days yeah. where you think, I don't think I've got another mile left in me. Wow. And, but then you'll hear something like this, yeah. like music like this. Totally. And it's like, oh, I, I could I could maybe do yeah. it. I could maybe do one more while. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. I think, I think I'm much more. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. great. I'll have to take a listen to that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> On my next walk. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, uh, yeah. Good. Well, thank you so much. This was great. Yeah, well, thank yeah. you. Yeah. This was really fun. Good, good. Awesome, thanks. <laughs> Today's verse comes from Titus 3.7. Because of his grace, he declared us righteous and gave us confidence that we will inherit eternal life. That's it for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed the conversation. 
Remember, there will be links in the show notes for things mentioned today. I hope this show pointed you to Jesus, our hope. He loves you. And if you want to know more about him, I'd love to connect with you. Until next time.